Welcome into the Irish NFL show against the odds betting podcast. Week two is quickly coming around. We've already had one game in which the Eagles took care of business last night against the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of people who would have bet on the game probably would have had a lot of money on the Eagles minus seven. And of course, there was the late score by the Vikings to keep within the handicap. Christina Quigley back for another week. Christina, have you got over last weekend? Uh, have you got over the Patriots loss from last weekend? That comeback though. See, we're the comeback kids and we can't keep going like that. My heart is just broken that we're going into another season this way. But look at, let's stay positive. Let's keep going. I'm still representing. Oh, I had to say it because uh, for people who are obviously listening on the podcast, uh, Christina is lashing a go pats top today. Look, you lost. We lost. If we both win this weekend, we're both one and one. And no one will remember week one. And maybe people won't want to remember week one after some of our best didn't come in. I think we did. We had a mixed week. We got it a mixed week. So we're going to crack on. First game we're looking at is the two rookie quarterbacks. And that is CJ Stroud, second pick in the draft against the fourth pick. And that is Anthony Richardson, ANC South Clash. The Colts, who put it up to the Jags, going into Houston, Texans coming off with us against the Ravens. Who's going to come out on, the, on top of this one? Because the line is very, very close. This essentially is a pick em game. Texans are, it's flip-flop. The Texans are new favourites. One and a half points. Um, one and a half points is the spread on the game. Who are you siding with in this one? Go with the Texans, okay? Last week, you know, it is, it's a rookie v. rookie game, 100%, just as you touched on. But I think last week, we've seen that the Texans need to pick up, okay? They really and truly do. They let CJ Stroud down massively, five sacks. They can't do that again this week. So they're on a promise to him to make things good. So I definitely think it's going to be the Texans only because Richardson is also still missing Jonathan Taylor. And you could see that last week in that game. It is going to be Texans only going to be by two points at the most. I'll be shocked. I do think it's going to be a tip for attack game. Andre Richardson was also sacked four times last week on his NFL debut. So uh, yeah, I can, I can see the narrative as to why you would go down that route. I'm going to go Colts. I thought uh, of the three rookie quarterbacks that played last weekend, I thought the, I thought Anthony Richardson looked the best of the three. And, and in fairness, they gave the Jags quite a game going into the fourth quarter with a lead. Let's look at the points in this game. Look at the total is 40.5. And the, the bookies, AK Bets, which we're taking our odds from their website, check out their website, check out their app. Um, have this at 40.5, 8 to 11, the under. 11 to 10 over 40.5 points. You see, this is a high scoring affair. Do you think both teams will come out slinging it, or do you think we'll find it being a close scoring game and that one or two points in which you discussed? It's going to be a close scoring game. I don't think it's going to be massively high, though. I really don't think it's going to be a 40 point scoring game. So you're leaning under. Okay. Um, God, it's a tricky one. I just, it's totally so low 40.5. I'll go over. I'll go, it strikes me as a 23-20 type of game. Late field goal winner for one of the teams. I am citing Colts. You're citing Texans in this, in this one. I'll go over. You'll go under. We're completely against each other in this one. Interesting. Next one. Enticing game. Um, LA Chargers find LA Chargers ways of doing things and managed to lose high-scoring games last weekend. Going on the road into Tennessee, who cut off a 16-15 loss to the Saints. Again, a really tight one. This, this line opened up a three and started a week. Chargers minus three. It's now dropped down to Chargers minus 1.5. So money is coming on the Titans. And the over-under is 45.5. So you are expecting a high-scoring game. 
I guess the odds are when the Chargers play. I'll just jump in on this one. I'm going to pick the, the Titans to win this game. I think they'll win. The point and a half, really, at this stage, what's the point? Money nine, five to four with AK bets. I'm going with the Titans to win. Gravel will find a way to navigate a defense that finds a way to hold a Justin Herbert expansive offense on the day. I'm shaking my head here at you because I think you're forgetting that last year we were in the same position, same type of actual betting that was going on for this game. And remember who won the Chargers by a late field goal? It was 17-14 and I really think we're going to be there again. Look at last week, Tannehill had three interceptions. Derek Henry was held, Derek Henry was held 63 yards. He looked sluggish. He didn't look like he got to have a chance. You know, we got to see that arm. That was about it. Um, and when you're looking at Justin Herbert last week, two touchdowns, um, you know, from him, they had three touchdowns. Austin, Austin Eckler played a blinder, a blinder. I do think it's going to be another field goals type game. I really do. And I think it's going to be on the Chargers. Yeah, Austin Eckler, 117 yards rushing last week. A lot more than what we probably envisaged going into the season. I'm not sold on Derrick Henry's is finished, sorry. You know, 62 yards last week. At home, Mike Frable. God, it's just, and I just don't trust the Chargers. So I'm going to go, I'm going to sit with Titans so upset. And what about the 45.5 total? You, you touched on the 70 and 14 game last year. And that gave you a 31. Do you think this total is quite high, 45? Do you see it? Would it be in hell? Do you, I think it is. When you actually go back and you look at the stats over the last few years that have actually played, the game's been kind of in and around the same type of under the 40. So I do think the 45 is quite high. I think that's being a little bit too ambitious. Um, but look, at, I'm going to go under. I can't see go past 45. And if you're going to go over, that means you're going to have the whole win if Titans take it next week. No, I'll stay under. I'll stay under. But I, I do think Titans will navigate a way, a way to win. Uh, Ryan Townsend had three interceptions last week. I mean, you can't play that party again, surely. Um, you know, in, in a difficult circumstance, bear in mind they were in New Orleans in a tough environment. And the Chargers, the only way Chargers ways to do, to do things, which is find a way to lose games and you should really win. Um, just, by, just for what I think we may be on the same page, uh, 49ers in LA against the Rams. LA will be for a 49ers man. This will be like a home, a home game for the 49ers. Um, they're going to even win a red jersey. They've beaten the Rams eight times in a row in the regular season. One exception being the loss in the playoffs a couple of years ago, which is probably the biggest game of the lot. And the Rams found a way to win. They're minus six and a half with AK bets at 8 to 11. So it is slightly less in terms of the odds, but six and a half is, for me, is a bit of a gimme because they only need to do is win by a touchdown. Now, I would I would call out the majority of the bookmakers in Ireland have partners at minus eight. My last two teams, do you think they cover the six and a half, win by a touchdown, or do you, and do you think they'll cover the eight, that win by 10 plus, nine plus even? I think it's going to be 10 plus, but I think the same is going to be the one of the best games of the weekend, only because, A, charges will get uh, sorry, the Rams will actually lose, which is terrible. But this is Mr. Irrelevant against Mr. Irrelevant. People are forgetting Stafford was actually his 15th year in the NFL. He was Mr. Irrelevant 15 years ago, going up against Brock Purdy, who was second year in the NFL, who was Mr. Irrelevant. And last week showed that he was good. If you look at last year when he came in, they need to be offense around him the whole time for him to be able to throw that ball. They've really backed him up quite heavy. I think this year he's had a lot more training, coaching. He's had a lot more time to be more confident in his role as a quarterback. I do think that this bitter rivalry will be for the Niners for the taking. I definitely think it's going to be a 10-point-plus game for the Niners. 
over under 45.5. Again, similar number to what we'll see in the Chargers Titans game. You see, this one, I think this might actually go over. I was just about to say, I'm going over on this one 100%. I do think, look, at we've seen what happened last week in Pittsburgh. You know, and that was at home for Pittsburgh. It's very weird that they lose, you know, at home, especially in the openers. So look at, I think it's definitely going to go over the 45. Yeah, it strikes me as a kind of a 30, 30 17 type of game for the 49ers obviously coming out on top. This is the difficulty the LA teams have now in this stage. So many fans coming in from the opposition. It makes it very difficult. It doesn't even feel like a home game. Any other games stand out for you over the course of the weekend? Any particular game that you've looked at that isn't on this three-game list that we always do each week that you're thinking that to me stands out, even if it's a particular bet even? Do you know what? I've actually had so many things over the last few days that I've been watching ahead of the weekend and I don't think I'm as excited about a lot of games. Definitely not a Pats game, I can tell you for sure. But I definitely like the looks of the Bengals versus the Ravens. I do think that's going to be actually a very good game. And I'm also looking towards the Cardinals-Giants game. <laughs> Only because you're open to win, right? Um, but I do think that's actually going to be a nice game for the weekend that's in this. But if the Giants win on Sunday, they're one on one, and everybody can stop, you know, coming off this cliff that people are on at the moment. Like, it's very many teams that's lost. I would be quite happy if the Giants keep on this trajectory and they stay on that trajectory when I'm sitting in MetLife with Pat's play or playing Giants in November. Yeah, I knew you had a little bit of a reasoning behind that. And for me, it's a game that really intrigues me. I suppose it's probably the one that a lot of people would be keen to see how Zach Wilson gets on as the Jets quarterback going into going into Dallas like we saw what the Cowboys defense did last weekend. It's going to be really difficult to see how this Jets team, albeit with a great defense, can live with the Cowboys in particular if Zach Wilson is under pressure. Great game to see. Like the line of that game was originally minus three. Then it went to minus seven and a half. It's up to minus nine and a half. I think it's in around eight and a half to bone with AK bets. A lot of people are expecting the Cowboys to Eight to dose of the York New York Monday, last Monday, and obviously this Sunday. Interesting to see. Great weekend ahead, week two. As always, um, another intriguing weekend in the NFL. And uh, looking forward to having your next week, Christina. And uh, I think I might just put these tweet things picked out on social this weekend so people know exactly what we've selected. Thanks, Brian. I'll see you next week. <laughs>